0: Stop calling them militants, call them terrorists, call them murderers. You have militants in the civil rights
1: movement, but we don't go around holding hostages and killing people and beheading babies. Depending on how you define those three things, I'm certainly there's a lot of killing, there's a lot of beheading babies and, and you know, some occasional hostages. The Reverend Al Charlatan, I think he might have been influenced by Gurgle. Possible that gurgle was uh, behind all that. <laughs> the Reverend Al Charlatan. He's paid seven figures by NBC News to be a journalist. It's quite a country we're running here, isn't it? Well, happy Tuesday to the extent that uh, happy days are are still here. They're not here again. Certainly not in Israel, not in the Middle East, not in Ukraine. You know, Joe Biden's wars, keep your eyes peeled. And we had a brilliant caller yesterday. um, Keep your eyes peeled for China. They might want to make their move on Taiwan right about now. They know they've got this weak, feckless sister in the White House uh, who is not getting the job done and doesn't stand up for Western civilization because, you know, they're really not on our side. And as the troglodytes in the Gaza, and, and we had them, they're all, oh, it's, uh, it's occupied land, man. Israel has to be given back to the troglodytes because, you know, the, the uh, Israelites uh, who go back to Moses have no claim on this spit of land, the only spit of land in the region without oil, by the way. And uh, they're just obsessed. It's it's uh, completely berserk. And they have the Gaza. They were given the Gaza in 2005. The Gaza Strip, they call it. You know, it's not quite Sunset Strip or the Strip in Las Vegas. It's sort of the death and, uh, you know, uh, uh, soot version of that because the troglodytes from hell. I've actually renamed the Gaza Strip. I call it Tragistan. It's Tragistan. Tragistan is the uh, the place from which the troglodytes oozed out of the cracks in the earth to go murder and kidnap and rape because that's what they do. Is Gaza stolen land, or is that the only part that's not stolen? Because, uh, you know, honestly, somebody has a claim to it before the time of Moses, uh, uh, millennia before Jesus Christ himself, who was Jewish, and the Jews have no claim to the land, is that uh, what I'm uh, hearing? And yes, it is what I'm hearing. From whom? Well, from the left and from the troglodytes, from the murderers, the genocidal lunatics gargling in the blood of innocence. Yeah, so uh, Gaza, I'm I'm, I'm I'm changing its name to Tragistan, because, you know, they got the stan, you got your Pakistan and your Afghanistan, all your stands, Uzbekistan and Tajikistan. You know, stan means land, means land. You know, you got like, uh, you know, Finland and Holland and Deutschland and all that. They got land. And then over there in Central Asia, they have the stands. The stands are the lands. And um, the Gaza, I think, is the land of the troglodytes. And uh, it should be renamed appropriately as Tragestan because these are the troglodytes who are waging a blood drenched war. Against civilization, and uh, the Democrats are pretty much on their side. They're not on our side. That's uh, for sure. Mm, 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 mm. Man, oh man, oh man. Now, if you' like a uh, troglodyte, some people say troglodyte is that Some people actually say, is that a real word? Yeah, that's, uh, that's a real word, yeah. It uh, refers to uh, a person in prehistoric times that lived in a cave or in pits in the earth, a person who is regarded as being deliberately ignorant or old-fashioned. Old-fashioned. Well, I think you could say that these troglodytes are old-fashioned. Wouldn't you say they're old-fashioned? I'd say they're pretty old-fashioned, and that they're living in uh, centuries gone by. And interestingly enough, the left here in the United States, they live in centuries gone by, too. They think that there's still slavery in America. And it must be addressed. The reality is, there are more slaves on the planet Earth today than at any point in human history. But the Democrats don't care about that. Yeah, the troglodytes, a member of any of uh, various peoples, as in antiquity, who lived or were uh, reputed to live chiefly in caves, a person characterized by reclusive habits or outmoded or reactionary attitudes. I think you might say that they're troglodytes. And uh, the Gaza is Trogestan. And, you know, the H.G. Uh, you know, Wells, the time machine where they had the, the Morlocks and the Eloi. And I've been making this analogy for many years. The Morlocks are the troglodyte-like creatures that live in the caves and come out occasionally to grab the naive Eloi the uh, pretty hairless people who are living peacefully by the pond, enjoying themselves. And uh, then the troglodytes grab them and drag them into their caves where they eat them. They use them as a food source. And liberals, so-called, in the United States, are very often the Eloi. They're very often the, in that they, they're willfully ignorant of the realities of the modern world. And, um, and then they become a food source for the troglodytes. Uh, at the same time, the left then becomes the most vicious gang of murderers in the history of the world. So they they uh, flow back and forth between between being the the eloy, the innocent, helpless, naive people, and the troglodytes who loot your stores and burn your police stations and overturn police cars and steal everything that everybody ever had. And of course, they go around shooting people at a rate um, that they don't have in Baghdad. You know the, the crime rate in Baghdad is lower than the crime rate in Chicago. How many murders in Baghdad in the last month? How many murders in Chicago in the last month? Let's do the math, shall we? Um, so we've got uh, we've got a lot going on, of course. But uh, a the the uh, the Gaza is because uh, so it's good, you know, no, no innocence on stolen land. Graffiti scene in downtown Washington, DC. no innocent you know if you're on stolen land and they declare Israel to be stolen land, then you're not innocent, therefore you can be killed and it's fair, kidnapped, raped, murdered, tortured, uh, and it's okay. And the troglodytes are saying that they're going to murder one hostage. We don't know how many hostages they have think uh, more than a hundred uh, and you know they sexually abuse everybody and they say they're going to murder, they say on live television, I don't think they know what that is, uh, one hostage every time Israel drops a bomb, right? Um, So they're going to murder their hostages pretty rapidly. Then they won't have any hostages, and they can't get the, you know, $1.2 billion per hostage that Joe Biden paid Iran just a matter of weeks ago. Setting an example for the world— uh, because Joe Biden is a moron, we got morlocks, we got morons, we've got maroons, we've got all kinds of things here. Um, extraordinary times, and I'm on the side of civilization. I always have been since before September 11th, 2001. I've been pro civilization. The troglodytes, not the left, most of the time, not. All right. That's their, that's their thing. And uh, and I do want to, because I, I mentioned this, but I didn't really get into it, Riley Gaines, the college swimmer, she had to swim against a man who uh, said his name was Leah Thomas. And um, he's mentally ill, and, and he beat uh, Riley Gaines and all the other women in swim meets because he's a man, and he's cheating, and the Democrats loved Cheating. So, uh, just like the East Germans used to send men uh, to compete as women to the Olympics, and we would catch them every now and then. But now the Democrats are the East Germans in this story. Riley Gaines was planning on holding an event today, October 10th, which she has declared to be Real Women's Day. And the reason she's declared it to be Real Women's Day is because October 10th, Roman numerals, XX, The female chromosome is XX. The male chromosome is XY. And she said, hey, look at that Roman numerals. Got to think about the Roman Empire every day. It's appropriate because they're so great. Um, Not that they didn't have problems. They crucified Jesus. You know, let's start with that. They were also, uh, you know, uh, bad guys, not pure. But uh, leftists, they've erased all of history, and they don't know anything about history. So 10-10, October 10th, and my my best girl's uh, birthday, my bride's birthday today, and it was kind of fun. I said uh, good morning to her and gave her a nice kiss before the sun came up today. And she um, said, I think this is the first time you remembered my birthday before I remembered my birthday. So I don't know if I get points for that or I get points taken off for that one way or the other. So Riley Gaines, and I also uh, told her, a happy Real Women's Day. Real Women's Day. And so Riley Gaines had been planning on holding an event at Penn State University, which, as you might imagine, is in Pennsylvania. And then they just canceled it on her. It was going to be Real Women's Day event on XX1010, October 10th. And Riley Gaines was set to speak at Penn State University on Tuesday for what she dubbed Real Women's Day Gaines has made a movement on social media to make October 10th real Women's Day. The date in Roman numerals is XX, which is the chromosome pairing of biological females as opposed to other kinds of females. Just stop saying biological females. It's females. It's women. It's girls. They're wonderful. Stop erasing them, Democrats. Stop assaulting them, Democrats and troglodytes. However, Gaines posted on X, they still uh, like to say formerly known as Twitter, yeah, we know, uh, yeah, uh, okay, we, we understand, um, posted on X on Monday that the school canceled her speech, canceled her speech. The former college swimmer, though, uh, caught the university uh, in its tracks, posting a video of the Penn State president, Neely Bendapudi. Neela Bendapudi is the president the president of Penn State University, she went to college in Kansas and in India, explaining that as a public university, the school is bound by the First Amendment to bring in speakers that many will consider controversial because it's controversial to uh, praise real women on October 10th. That's Because whatever the left doesn't want to do is labeled as controversial and then universities and public institutions funded by the taxpayer can stop them and trample first amendment rights because the left doesn't believe in the bill of rights it's an a la carte menu to them and she pointed out that uh, they're bound and uh, bound by the first amendment and and uh, let's you have some audio of uh, Neely Benipudi uh, because Neely Benipudi is the president at Penn State University and and she Uh, I don't know, I I don't think her values uh, pair with my values.
0: You may ask, if so many individuals, including the president of the university, find these speakers so objectionable, why can't we just ban them from our campuses? First, as a public university, Penn State University is bound by the First Amendment.
1: Bound by it. They don't agree with it, but they're bound by it. They don't want to respect it, but they think it's, you know, the First Amendment to the Bill of Rights in the United States of America. But now Neely Benaputi is reluctantly, you know, feels like maybe she's forced to go along, but uh, they still canceled uh, uh, Riley Gaines' speech.
0: The First Amendment is the law in our country that protects citizens from government censorship or punishment for speech or ideas that the government does not approve. Without the First Amendment, your access to information would be threatened. Your voice could be censored or silenced, and your internet use could be filtered.
1: Which happens all the time at the request of the left on X, formerly known as Twitter. And when it was Twitter and they had Jack Dorsey, remember the FBI was uh, calling Twitter and Facebook and telling them to crush stories about the Biden family? which uh, the Biden family didn't want to have out there. So uh, Riley Gaines' speech canceled at Penn State. Uh, Even though uh, Neely Benaputi said uh, they're bound by the First Amendment, it was canceled, they say, oh, well, she didn't reserve her room in time. That's what happened because there are a thousand ways to lie in the naked city. You know, President Joe Biden's plan to inflict the digital dollar on all of us is already nefariously underway, and it's very important to understand the potential consequences here, because notwithstanding what they're telling us, this is not in your best interest or mine. And time is of the essence, so getting smart on this subject now is a really great idea if you want to protect your savings and your retirement. You can help protect your savings from the the scheme, the digital dollar scheme that Joe Biden is inflicting by diversifying your money in IRAs with gold and silver, precious metals. You get started by calling the experts at American Alternative Assets. Call them today at 8884-GOLD-20, 888-446-5320. They'll give you all the guidance you need on safeguarding your retirement savings. Say no to Joe Biden's digital dollar Get started by calling 888-4-GOLD-20. Individual results may vary. Those near guarantee that past performance of gold and silver will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah. They don't believe in free speech. And then they come out and they say, Oh, oh, but we must respect the First Amendment and then cancel our speech anyway. Sieg Heil. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. All right, let's go to the uh, telephones, Michael. Let's go to Jack calling from Satellite Beach, Florida. Jack, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good
0: morning, Christopher.
1: Hey, Jack. First, happy happy birthday to Mrs.
0: Plant. Um, First and foremost, happy birthday to your lovely wife. Thank you. Second, happy International Women's Day. And third, happy Charles Martel Day. Whom, as you know, saved Europe from becoming Islamic in 732. The Battle, of, the Tours. Battle of Tours. Exactly, sir.
1: The Battle of Tours, and uh, it was yet another Muslim invasion in uh, Europe. And, uh, 732 is a long time ago, so they're invading Gaul. Uh, but yeah, Charles Martel's on this date in 732 uh, repelled the yet, Umayyad invasion, the Caliphate.
0: He sure did. And he, as you know, also made France, France. So uh, I guess he did one thing good, stopped the Islamists. But second, he, he made France, France. But anyway, yeah, he, he was a great leader.
1: <laughs> That's funny.
0: <laughs> and he, not everybody can be perfect, I guess. But he was a great leader. Started off as as just a mayor and then wound up saving all of Western Europe from the horrors of being Islamic. Um as it is practiced today. So thought I would just pass that along. But like I said, first and foremost, happy birthday to Mrs. Plant.
1: That's uh, very nice. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Jack. Beautiful Satellite Beach. Um, I have a friend in Cocoa Beach, uh, and their uh, family has a business in Satellite Beach and in Cocoa Beach, my friend Tom. Uh, but that is a, a fun one. Uh, that's right. You know, the, the the Islamic invasion of Christendom has been ongoing for uh, many, many centuries.
2: Your mother was a hamster,
0: and your father smelt of elderberry. are you into weird spooky and strange history horrifying history tells you about the side of history that people don't normally talk about we tell the tales of haunted places infamous true crimes unsolved mysteries the paranormal and then we look to history to see where the truth actually lies want to get spooky with us horrifying history part of the believe network just search b-l-e-a-v on youtube or wherever you listen
1: Tragestan is being bombed, and I uh, I can't reveal my source. But yesterday, yesterday, just let me uh, say that um, I got secondhand a um, a four-star general, now retired, but still in the business in Washington D.C. was asked. So what do you think is uh, up with Gaza? What's going to happen with Gaza? And the response was, Gaza is gone. Now that's brief and sort of like the, uh, the Oracle of Delphi uh, giving you a cryptic response. And at the same time, what we're watching is bomb after bomb after bomb dropping on the beephole uh, called Tragestan. And I uh, tell you, what, let's let's drive the the residents. It's like 1.9 million residents in this area, a little more than twice the size of Washington D.C. Washington D.C. about 650,000 people, fewer than 700,000 people, and the area twice the size of Washington D.C. Plus, uh, it's more than twice the size of Washington D.C. They've got about 1.9 million people, according to most estimates, and. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's beachfront property. It should be heaven. They're in a perfect position to watch the sunset across the Mediterranean. You could have cafes instead of suicidal death cults where you raise your children to murder and then kill themselves, which is, you know, not a civilizational uh, goal, I think, but, but in some parts of the world, it's the norm nonetheless. And the... Uh, the troglodytes in Tragastan are, are getting their comeuppance. Yesterday I was, I was uh, talking about this, and I, I quoted Stonewall Jackson at the Battle of Fredericksburg uh, talking about the Yankees he wanted to kill. I come from a long line of Yankees myself. And, um, and he said, uh, kill them. Kill them all. Famous quote. Uh, and uh, American Civil War, which the Democrats started, when they shelled Fort Sumter and made their president Jefferson Davis the Democrat president, the history of the Democrat Party. Uh, and um, man oh man, oh man I'm uh, I'm telling you this these troglodytes uh, with their hostages and the rapes and the torture and the decapitations and the attacks on grandmothers who are Holocaust survivors and children and babies, they're literally murdering, Babies. But, you know, the Democrats would have a little uh, trouble arguing with that given their current situation. Uh, 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 uh. Also, beheaded babies have been found. Uh, 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 a, uh, a baby with the umbilical cord still attached, found next to a woman who was riddled with bullets because they cut the baby out like the Manson gang. They were Democrats, too, the Manson gang, by the way. The, um, the reality is these animals are going to have to be hunted and killed for the good of civilization, for the good of humanity, for the good of the planet Earth. Man, oh, man. Now, at the same time, um, Cobble Kirby, you know, my pal Cobble Kirby, now uh, disgraced former Admiral Ka- Kabul Kirby of the United States Navy, believe it or not. He was on the television yesterday on the Fox News Channel with Martha McCallum and, in the afternoon. And um, and Martha McCallum, uh, with all the news going on and the war in the Middle East and war in Ukraine, and we're waiting for China to pop on Taiwan and and North Korea with their nuclear weapons, and Iran is behind all of this, and they're spinning centrifuges and enriching uranium and we had one of our brilliant callers yesterday Mentioned the possibility of a dirty bomb uh, coming out of the Iranians, and uh, that, you know, a radiological bomb, radiological weapon using radiological radioactive materials uh, and an explosive device to, to irradiate and poison an area and people, of course. Uh, and, the you know, the troglodytes in Tragistan, formerly known as Gaza, just like X is formerly known as Twitter, that uh, uh, Tragistan is formerly known as Gaza or the Gaza Strip. 77 cents. Not exactly, not exactly at all. So um, Kabul Kirby on Fox News yesterday and Martha McCallum uh, said, you know, President Joe Biden just the other day said that the greatest threat to humankind is, what? Is it Republicans, maybe Catholics, um, Trump voters? Because this is the kind of stuff they say all the time. No, no, it was the weather. We should all wake up in fear of the weather every day. I want to
0: play this soundbite for you that is just last month in Vietnam and ask you if this still holds for the president. Watch. The only existential threat humanity faces, even more frightening than a, than a nuclear war, sure, is Global warming going above 1.5 degrees in the next 20 10 years.
1: I live
2: in Even terror. all the nuclear
0: players in Horror. these two areas where we are now engaged on, does the president stand by that comment?
1: Absolutely he does. Absolutely he does. Heck yeah, the weather is the scariest thing in the world. And then they decapitate your baby and uh, slap her head on a pike uh, and uh, disembowel uh, everybody around. But, but, Penn, and this has been going on since... <laughs> I just told you a story of a battle in what is now France, uh, then Gaul, you know, because of the Romans and all that. Brushing back yet another caliphate. Uh, and, uh, you know, they, the Moors invaded Spain and held on to it for, what, 800 years in southern Spain. Uh, and uh, never mind that. And, and still uh, they come, still they come. Kabul Kirby. Said, oh, heck yeah, he does. The weather is the scariest thing in the world, one and a half degrees, and we're all dead. Uh, Pay no attention to the armies of decapitating ghouls.
0: Climate change is an existential threat. It could, you know, it actually threatens and is capable of wiping out all human life on Earth uh, over time. I mean, that's, I don't know how more existential you can get to that, but that doesn't mean that we walk away from our obligations, our national security interests.
1: Sure. Yeah. That one-and-a-half-degree thing has got me terrified every day. I can't tell you how, how afraid I am. And if the climate could just exterminate certain people, <laughs> you know, like, uh, who shall we say, uh, Martha McCallum pushing back with uh, the statement of the obvious. But John, she said
0: it work. was more frightening than a nuclear war. Is that... It's more frightening than a nuclear war in this moment. The president believes wholeheartedly that climate change is an existential threat to the all of human life on the planet. That's just science. That's a fact, Martha. That's but science. It doesn't mean that's that we fact. Turn our back on the. How other many genders are there, Admiral? And our allies and partners around the world.
1: Yeah, these I I'm I i do not look to these people for a scientific uh, guidance counsel, or advice anymore. Uh, I I really uh, don't. Uh, They claim to be the party of science, and then they tell me in San Francisco that there are 130-some-odd genders and that men can become women just by saying so and that chromosomes don't count. You're not the party of science. And and honestly, he is an embarrassment to the United States Navy, to the U.S. government, to men, Americans, to Western civilization— um, he's a terrorist. He's, he's spreading terror, right, uh, by this uh, weather. And they're all doing it. The, uh, we only have uh, what Joe Biden said uh, even more recently that we have 10 years left, 10 years. And, uh, of course, uh, according to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, noted scientist and climatologist and bartender, she, uh, uh, what, uh, like four years ago said we had 12 years left. So the clock is ticking out loud. Like Marissa Tomei's biological clock. Just amazing. John Radcliffe is a former member of the House of Representatives and Director of National Intelligence. And, um, and he was on the television yesterday talking about the intelligence failure. They, they love this intelligence failure thing on the part of the United States government. How could the United States? They we're now being told this, this troglodyte attack on civilization had been in the hopper for, in the pipeline for two years. You know, 9-11 was in the pipeline for six years, I think. And, you know, if Western civilization were going to pull that off, we'd do it in about a week. Uh, But, you know, that's how you get a thousand years behind the rest of civilization, Um, one bad, dumb day at a time. But um, John Ratcliffe yesterday talking About how hey, the, the United States should have intercepted this Iran moving thousands of missiles, the meetings with uh, with the Iranians in Beirut and Hezbollah, and uh, this thing was in the pipeline for a long time. How could we have? How could U.S. intelligence have missed this thing being in the pipeline? Don't we pay a trillion dollars and pay a bunch of corrupt communists to pretend to be intelligence officers, and then they sign on to felonious letters, you know, saying that. Hunter Biden's laptop is not really Hunter Biden's laptop. It has all the earmarks of Russian disinformation. When in reality, we got a bunch of r- Russian disinformation people like John Brennan in our own machine, in our own government. John Radcliffe yesterday pointing out something else.
2: This was an intelligence failure, and it was in part because the Biden administration changed the priorities. President Trump correctly outlined under the National Intelligence Priority Frameworks, we, f- we focused on the eradication of... Uh, the ISIS caliphate, which we achieved, and we focused on Islamic terrorist regime, Iran, minimizing their influence. We were very successful. The first thing Joe Biden did when he came into office was to scramble all of that and to state clearly that the intelligence community would focus on our top national security threat, climate change.
1: Ah, yes. that's uh, See, that's why our guard was down. He is really uh, something. Um, The... uh War through weakness model is embodied in Joe Biden and the Biden administration. Peace through strength, Donald Trump. War through weakness, Joe Biden, Democrats, many of whom are with Hamas, including Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar and Cory Bush, to name but three of the mod squad leftists, radicals, anti-American, genocidal anti-Semites, And there are a lot of Democrats that are genocidal anti-Semites. It's uh, pretty amazing. John Ratcliffe, yesterday. Since
2: that time, he's added uh, focusing on domestic violent extremists, which they have defined to include parents and Catholics and even now Trump supporters. So, you know, the idea, uh, you know, the the intelligence enterprise is very good at um, uh, focusing on what the administration wants. And in this case, Uh, We had them focusing on the weather instead of on Hamas, and I don't think anyone should be surprised at this kind of an outcome, unfortunately.
1: The weather. And that's our federal government. And this is real. This is not Saturday Night Live, which is not funny and hasn't been in a long time. Uh, And these people aren't supposed to be funny. Uh, Speaking of which, Kevin McCarthy has now said, hey, if somebody wanted him to be Speaker of the House again, then he might consider jumping back in because there's a lot of urgent business. The House has to pass a declaration condemning the attack on Israel. And that will do nothing, but it's an urgent matter in uh, cable news circles. But Kevin McCarthy was on the uh, television yesterday on the Fox News Channel and he was talking about, well, uh, a similar topic. President Biden has said previously, that he believes the number one threat to America
0: is facing is climate change. That is not true. (laughs) No, no, it's not. The number one threat killing Americans
1: is terrorism. It's Democrats. The number one threat is an open border. Yeah. And, uh, you know, honestly, Democrats, stop shooting people. Stop shooting people. What's more dangerous? Baltimore or Baghdad? Kevin McCarthy. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Um, He was, you know, he was on his game. People like him. He's supposed to be a nice guy. Rather focus on his Green New Deal, he should focus on protecting the American people. Nah.
0: We need an immediate assessment of our own areas of weakness and a glaring weakness in our own southern border. We know that individuals on the terrorist watch list has crossed Biden's open border. Who are these people? Who are they?
1: Who are they in contact with? And what are their plans to here in America? We don't care. We're going to wait and find out, just see if it turns out well. Uh, If it doesn't, then it'll probably be the Republicans fault because of something. That's how that works. Open borders. Also, uh, Joe Biden thinks that Girls are boys and boys are girls, but he seems to only goose and grab and sexually assault actual girls, isn't that uh, as far as we know? You know, could have a Kevin Spacey moment later on. It's hard to say. Uh 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 uh. I still have Benjamin Netanyahu for you coming up, and uh, and uh, more more on that because there is uh, well, there are two wars. I was going to say there's a war going on. But Joe Biden's president. There are two major wars going on right now. Um, and keep your eyes on Taiwan. Hey, do you have smelly odors in your home that you've tried but you just can't get rid of? Well, now you can get rid of any stinky odor with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. The thunderstorm gets rid of strong odors from cooking and cigarette smoke and litter boxes and trash cans. And even leftists are no match for the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. The thunderstorm starts working in a matter of seconds to clear any room of any odor and no expensive filters to buy and replace again and again like some some air purifiers. They've sold hundreds of thousands of thunderstorms, and the, the five-star reviews online are legion. They're everywhere. Check them out for yourself. And this week, I've got a great deal for you to save money and get your own thunderstorms. Right now, you can save two hundred dollars when you get three Eden Pure Thunderstorm air pur- purifiers for whole home protection. They're not big old things; they're they're the size of a soup can. You can hold one in your hand. That's three units for under two hundred dollars. Just go to EdenPureDeals.com and enter the discount code Chris. That's me, C H R I S. That's EdenPureDeals.com. The discount code is Chris, and you get free shipping, which is nice. Yeah, 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 the Democrat Party is the left. And the left is a threat to humanity and to civilization and to science and to the truth and to the obvious. Now, I don't want to uh, disgust you. But we have to share with you the truth of what's going on in the world and what the troglodytes in Tragistan are doing in their uh, ongoing genocidal effort to exterminate the Jews and exterminate the state of Israel so they can turn it into a filthy, smelly, non-functional... You know, the Israelis turned off the electricity because they don't have their own electricity and they attack the people that give them electricity. Every day is an IQ test, and they fail it every single day. Now, here is the story from the Jewish Chronicle. Hamas terrorists murdered 40 babies, 40, 40 babies, including beheadings. According to multiple reports, Israeli soldiers discovered horrific scene at Kafar Aza Kibbutz near the Gaza border, Tragistan. The bodies of Israeli babies, including some with their heads cut off, have been found by IDF soldiers in a southern Israeli kibbutz, according to reports. Multiple reports. Soldiers discovered the bodies among burned houses, strewn furniture, and torched cars. Sounds like the Trump inauguration in Washington. After Hamas terrorists attacked Kafar Aza kibbutz near the Gaza border in a video posted on X, an I-24 journalist, Israeli television news, talking to some of the soldiers here, said what they witnessed as they've been walking through these communities is bodies of babies with their heads cut off and families gunned down in their beds. We can see some of these soldiers right now comforting each other. This is the enemy that the Israelis face It is a time for choosing. There are a number of Democrat members of Congress that have chosen the baby killers.